Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It is so stinking easy. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You will not be disappointed. All right, everyone, this is Brian, your host of the Parish of Thought Show. And with me today is Kenny Wyland. Do you say it Wyland or Wayland? Wyland. And Kenny is a, uh, what do you, how'd you, you, you described yourself at one point as a liberal atheist geek, I believe is yeah. what you had on your website, which Absolutely. I thought was pretty brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's up front and, and, and there's no, you know, mm-hmm. you know what you're getting. So, but I wanted to just talk with you. And this is the first time we've spoken, and we've been Facebook friends for what? Jeez, I don't know. Three, I'm bad four with years. time, but that sounds about right. It's been that long, I think. Yeah, and I remember when we first started chatting, and of course, you know, I, well, just just full disclosure for anyone who may be listening is, you know, I come from a primarily conservative background, just because of where I grew up and the things I was exposed to, and. And Kenny, maybe you can just clarify, you know, some of your background and kind of how you came to arrive at some of the, the positions. Sure. You um, I was actually raised in a conservative household as well. Um, that was um, fairly fundamentalist Christian. Um, my family were Jehovah's Witnesses, and I know that most people wouldn't consider them fundamentalist Christians, but they, they really are. Uh, and but I uh, once I, you know, left the house, went out on my own um, I went to college and my, um, my experiences changed over time. And so my position changed over time. Okay. Um, so, and I remember that case, some of the first discussions we had and, and, and maybe this conversation is more a revelation about, you know, where I'm coming from, but, uh, I think it can, you know, apply to both sides or any side for that matter, but is, is some of the discussions that we got into. And I remember, you, I mean, you had a, you had a way of, of, I wouldn't say calling BS, but just pointing out, you know, uh, you were, uh, you were talking about, uh, you were saying that, uh, I had the ability to sort of challenge an idea without being a bomb thrower. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, where do I want to go from there? If you want, I can just pick it up and sort of respond to that if you want. Yeah. Do that. Do okay. that. And then we'll, piece it together figure out somehow it's a a trial and error as we go sure that's fine uh well i so i appreciate that they you know i um when when i went to college uh i went through an engineering program and one of the things that we learn is how to um challenge challenge ideas to try to figure out where the strengths and the weaknesses of them are and in that environment we're taught that it's okay to 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 
to tell someone that you think that their idea is bad and explain why. And it's done in a non-emotional fashion as, as best we can as humans, right? Cause it's hard to divorce ourselves from our emotions, but <clears throat> um, so that isn't very natural for a lot of people who are not en engineers <laughs> I've experienced. It causes a lot of problems when uh, sometimes I'll, I'll interact with people and I will do this and they were brought up differently and grew up in a different you know, culture in which merely challenging their idea is a sign of disrespect. And so it, it's a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult skill to, to, uh, uh, to cultivate. And, uh, I don't, I don't always do it uh, as well as I, as, as I should, especially when my, um, when my, my patience gets thin, but I, I try to make sure that whenever I'm challenging something, I'm doing it because I genuinely think it's the right idea and I have something to back it up. And, one of the things that sort of gives me confidence of that over time is that uh, I've, I, I do a lot of um, talking of politics and other various things, you know, science and culture and all online with a lot of different people. And so I've had other people challenge my ideas uh, a lot as well. And they've helped me often find the errors in my thinking. And so I will, I will alter them. And so over time, you know, I, I feel like I've built up um, a fairly, you know, a good base, a good basis for, uh, of, of reasons for the things that I believe. And so I, I feel it is, um, there's a, a catchphrase that I like to use, uh, several of my friends like to use, which is simply that bad ideas deserve to be challenged. And, uh, I, I think that's a good way to approach the world. Yeah, that makes sense. I, mean, I guess, I guess, you know, in, in conversations I have with people, I always try to get definitions clear. Even, even as you said, bad ideas, I guess we have to decide, okay, what is, what is considered a bad idea? Um, and I know that just, and, and that's interesting, your, your engineering philosophy, because that's, because uh, yeah, we're so, we're such an emotional based, you know, you know, humans as we are. And we do, we, we, someone challenges something we have been told our whole lives, whether we know it to be true or not, but we believe that it is. And we just, and I remember those, some of those feelings when I first had started having discussions with you about, I was just like, kind of like psychologically digging my heels in and like saying, no, you're wrong. Even though I didn't even, I may not even known that I, that you were, or if I was, and that again, that's what I've appreciated. And I know I've, I've had a lot of my you know, conservative friends online are like, are always asking me, why do you keep this guy as a friend? Because he's so, you know, fill in the blank. He's an a-hole or spare. And I just, and my answer to them always was because he doesn't think like I do. And it, you know, again, helps me understand where, you know, am I, am I wrong as, as, as a lifetime of conditioning by family, culture, cities, whatever, you know, blinded me to you know other other possibilities i guess and so that's why and it's been hard because my i know i'm sometimes when you you go on your you know not rants for you know for lack of a better term mm -hmm. some of your rants and my instinct my instinct is to to say dude you're full <laughs> of crap but i i never i always in fact sometimes when i post things i know that you're going to chime in and i now i do that on purpose because i'm like okay this is how i feel i'm gonna throw it out there and see what Kenny has mm. to say about it. So it's so so I, I I've appreciated that 
that aspect of, of you being in my uh, my social media. Yeah, and, uh, and the other because it, it helps it helps me slow down and think about it a little bit more because maybe yeah. I am wrong. Or maybe the idea. And, uh, the the people who have uh, the people who have listened to the uh, other episodes of your podcast will uh, finally get to hear directly from uh, the you know token liberal friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's and I think if people just and this is you know what I I realize even being in you know I am deep in the heart of you know the LDS culture mm-hmm. here in Utah, and even even discussing amongst friends who we all have this you know a similar mindset people still just get their you know the hair on their back raises up anytime you challenge anything too they they uh it's and i'm talking with someone who believes Mm -hmm. the same way i do and so it's uh it's it's good to have a different perspective you know on on they're they're not used to being challenged right since since we tend to live within you know groups that that think and speak like we do right we don't often run into being challenged and this is one of the things that kind of goes back to that that engineering background right i was taught how to accept someone telling me they think my idea is bad and explaining why right so that we can try to come to a better idea but unless you have been taught that right right in the beginning you as engineering students it still hurt we had to kind of retrain our standard human instinct you know instinctual response to that um and so I get it, right? That that's how other people will respond, especially when it's over something that might be a controversial topic. True, exactly. And I just had this thought that in social media settings, you know, you're just getting the written word, and the written word only communicates part of of the conversation. Whereas, you know, if you're asking a question, someone may be maybe feeling like, well, this guy's challenging my belief system when in, in actuality, maybe you're not, you're just asking a question for clarification's sake. Yeah. Sometimes you know? people will um, re- either read it as sarcastic or um, as uh, not, not a, not a sincere question, you know, just more of a, like a, what are you thinking kind of a question, you know, they don't hear they, they um, I try to use a lot of um, emoji when I can, like I try to put smiley faces in my comments uh, uh, often, if I'm uh, if I, if I'm afraid that the statement I'm I'm saying is going to be taken badly. Now, often, if I am challenging someone, I really am, I'm not putting smiley faces in it because right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you know, I, I've I've experienced that throughout time, and I've I, I've been communicating with people online since um, I want to say. 1992. So uh, I've gotten a lot of experience in 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 that behavior where it's really difficult to make sure the words come through properly. And no matter how hard I try, it, I'm not always going to be successful, not only because uh, you're only getting the words and you're not getting my intonation and facial features and, you know, social cues that we can that we can pick up, but also the uh, simply the words that I choose and how I put them together can often uh, put people off. And I try to avoid that as best I can. But sometimes it's just a matter of um, a for- if I'm speaking too formally, that sets off some people. If I'm speaking too informally, that sets off some people. So it's, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, totally agree. And that's, you know, that's what I've, I've learned in the last few years is just, just clarifying, just making sure that, you know, the definitions that you may be arguing about, mm-hmm. you know, that we, that they mean the same thing to both sides. Um, even, even things we might think are just intuitive, like well, that, mm-hmm. that should just mean this. Well, sometimes it doesn't. And, uh, you know, people often say, or, uh, sorry, my brain's not working too well this morning. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, words matter, I, and uh, no, no, it's okay. I totally, I totally agree. Words do I matter. Brain um, right there. So. The uh, this uh, this is a slightly off topic, but uh, this might be uh, surprising to you. But I am actually a fan of the concept of the five love languages. Um, some people, when they know that I'm an atheist, feel that like wouldn't be into that because the um, the guy who writes that you know uh, puts uh, scripture throughout it. But um, you know, words of affirmation are one of is one of the love languages right. and it's actually one of mine uh and so i i really understand that words have power words have meaning words are important especially you know the words the word choices that you make yeah well you know i was talking with uh, another atheist the other day and we were talking about you know how jesus said you know love your neighbor well that doesn't matter if you're religious or not because that that's still that mm-hmm. value still that value still has right. the value, value yeah the, 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 that that uh, you are. that Just value has benefit uh, regardless of whether or not you believe in the supernatural right, mm-hmm. right. exactly well um i guess you know talking with you i'm trying i'm trying to you know come up with some kind of solution that that everyone listening on both sides or whatever side they may be on can, can take away, you know, maybe a better way to, to have conversation, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in person or online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, most of the conversations nowadays are online and, you know, as, as we've already established, you know, so much is missed, but I, I always come at, come at conversations with, trying to just have an attitude of understanding. And that's, that's what I've really tried to, to use a lot as I've gotten to know you is just trying to understand, you know, what, what makes you, you know, say what you say and, and, you know, what values or what, what experiences you had to help you, you know, come to that position. And I try to do that in, in, in many conversations. It was just like, well, how do, how do you come to that position? You know, and that's helped me, Mm -hmm. I guess, pull down my walls that, that may, that may automatically just come up, you know, when I have that gut feeling, wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. Guy's a jerk. <laughs> I'm going to get him type of thing instead of, you know, and, and that makes, uh, yeah, it just, it just, and just, you know, so. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, especially when uh, trying, trying to start from getting a better understanding, it makes a lot of sense, especially when our two positions may be so far apart, right? Like if I'm having a, conversation with one of my friends who I already know is pretty close to me and we have a disagreement, you know, I, I might not start with the, wait, let me make sure I understand exactly the details of your position because I know that we're already pretty close together. And I, I, I think I already know where it is, but, es- but especially when we're so far apart, um, trying to find out the understanding does, um, does make a lot of sense, right? Uh, because sort of the farther apart you start, the more important it is to, to understand. Yeah. Um, and, one one of the things that that I use, I've mentioned this to you before, that, that one of the things I try to use 
to understand people's motivation is a thing called the monkey sphere. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a jokey name for a real thing, but uh, this started out as like an email forward back in like 1995 uh, <laughs> when, when email forwards were still a thing. Um, but the, it, I, I'll explain what it is, but I think that it helps explain a lot of motivations uh, and behaviors of people. Um, so the, so the monkey sphere, um, I, okay, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to read a short bit of the intro cause I, I, I looked it up so that I could uh, make sure I was doing this properly, but all right. So first picture a monkey. All right. Now maybe the monkey is dressed like a little pirate. Okay. If that helps you and we'll call him slappy, right? Imagine you, you have slappy as a pet. Imagine a little personality for him. Maybe you have a little pirate monkey adventures, you join up and fight crime, okay? Now imagine how sad you would be if Slappy died. Now, imagine you had four more monkeys. We'll call them Tito, Bubbles, Marcel, and Poop Tosser. Um, I'm ed editing this on the fly. <laughs> but, you know, or imagine personalities for each of them. Maybe one of them is aggressive. Maybe one of them is very affectionate. Maybe one of them is very quiet. Maybe one of them is just throwing poop all the time, okay? but they're all your little personal monkey friends. Now imagine a hundred monkeys. Okay, it's starting to get harder, right? So the question is, how many monkeys would you need to own before you couldn't remember their names anymore, right? At what point, now each of these are your beloved pets, all of these monkeys, but at what point does the number of monkeys mean that sort of they turn into just a faceless, sea of monkeys right each now each one of these monkeys is just as much like every bit as monkey as slappy was and you love slappy but at a certain point there you'll get uh you'll reach a point where you won't really care you won't really have an emotional reaction if one of those monkeys dies okay now that limit is what we call the monkey sphere anybody inside your monkey sphere is someone that you can uh, think emotionally about, care about. Sort of anyone outside of your monkey sphere becomes faceless, impersonal. They become a statistic, right? One one death inside your monkey sphere is a tragedy. You know, a thousand deaths outside of your monkey sphere is just a statistic, right? Um, and right. So this is actually a real thing, right? Um, scientists have have uh, um, analyzed. Uh, monkey and um, primate behavior and analyze the brain. And what they determined is that there's a direct correlation where the bigger the brain is, the larger their monkey sphere is, the more people they can consider within their own little tribe. And um, for, uh, for some monkeys, that's like 50 for chimpanzees. It's a little, you know, like for uh, apes, it's a bit, it's a bit uh, more. Uh, and they've actually found that for humans, it's about 150. Um, in my own personal experience growing up, all of the uh, church congregations that I had been to were always around like 100-ish, 120-ish. And I think there was that reason for that, <laughs> but that's just kind of my informal. Um, so, okay, how do I bring this all the way back to interacting with people? Um, I think when, when I'm having a disagreement with someone, 
over something that I care about and something that they don't, right? I think of this as something that's inside my monkey sphere, but not inside theirs. So, um, and, and uh, the, one, one of the things that I think is the fundamental difference between conservatives and liberals is that uh, liberals can, I think, sort of temporarily pull someone they don't know into their monkey sphere or pretend as if, well, if this person was inside my monkey sphere, I wouldn't want this thing to happen to them. And so I think that's kind of one of the fundamental differences. I think you see that when like, you'll see a uh, conservative politician or something, you know, somebody who is railing against, you know, like gay people and LGBT people. And then they find out their son is gay and they flip. Right. And then they go, Oh, well, I hold on. I think differently about it. Right. Because for them, that issue is now inside their monkey sphere and it, they think differently about it. Now that's kind of how I look at these things. Right. That ma- that, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes, you know, I, I will try to understand the differences in our monkey spheres. I mean, I always try to back my stuff up. Like I try to give data to show why this should be important, but I do know that unless it gets into your monkey sphere, I don't think you're actually going to care about it. Right. It's just, it's like, you know, those get those convinced against their will are of the same opinion still. Um, that's it. That kind of, uh, that I, kind I think of so. That's a new one for me, but that uh, I think that makes sense. That's ba- I mean, I, I, I think I, I don't know if, I don't know if you know who the uh, Financial Talk Show host, Dave really Ramsey. Right. Yeah, that's that's I'd heard that from him, and that may basically just said, you know, pushing, you know, forcing an opinion on someone, and just mm-hmm. almost like these discussions, you know, all these mm-hmm. online discussions we have, people battle and battle and battle, and at the end usually nobody's minds are changed at all. You know, we're all in the same position there and now they have some animosity. Right. The only way it's going to change is if which, you change yeah. your own mind. Right. And so, yeah, at the end of that conversation, it's really, right. it's really unlikely if, if, you know, never, <laughs> if it never happens even uh, that you will have changed your mind. But if uh, there is the possibility that you'll sit with that information over time and you'll convince yourself of it. So I would agree with that. Yes, the only person who can change your mind yeah. is you. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, if you're open enough and not so closed off and hard-hearted, which you know, I know again, I'm just using yours and my relationship as an example. And in the beginning, I was just like, I was very resistant mm-hmm. to anything you had to say because it went against all the conservative ideologies that have been pumped into my head my whole life, but. As I've, again, you being you, because there are some other douchebags that are just bomb throwers and they just mm-hmm. want to fight. They don't even care. And that just, and that ruins, that ruins the cause, I think. But people like you who are just, it's just, you know, it's a craft, like it's a craft mm-hmm. you've developed. And it's, and if someone's open-minded enough, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's helped me open my mind more. Um, well, you know, to where as you, you've helped my, you've helped my, I guess my faith in the liberal, because now I I don't come at them with the same angst. That and, I used and, to. and that makes sense, right? Because when when we 
uh, when we first became friends on Facebook, right, I was still I was still outside your monkey sphere, right? Over time, you got to know me, right. you got to understand my personality, you know, and like we've interacted enough that, you know, at this point, if you saw so- that something bad happens to me on Facebook, you would be sad about it, right? I'm I'm inside your monkey sphere now, and then and now that you've got this, you know, atheist right. liberal inside your monkey sphere, um, it help it helps uh, change the 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 image or the 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 initial reaction to anyone outside the monkey sphere who identifies as liberal, right? It it but the the outside they're still right that mostly faceless caricature which we all have right like i have the caricature of conservatives right um but yeah by 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 allowing me into your monkey sweater right. it uh, and uh, you know it's it, it's altered that and you know when you talk about like being being open-minded and not to toot your own horn i i, I will i will toot that horn for you um <laughs> the um it is uh, uh it's not an innate thing for humans to be um, truly open-minded, especially outside of their their tribe, outside of the monkey sphere, right? It is a skill that we have to learn, and it is a skill that we have to practice to get good at. And that's what you've been, you've been putting in that hard work, right? Is to 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 try to practice this and get better at it. And that's um, that's incredibly uh, important and laudable. You know, I I I have other conservative friends on my Facebook as well. Um, I talk to them. I have. Um, some some in real life, you know, <laughs> like we'll sit down and and you know they say the same thing, uh, things like I don't I don't agree with you on just about anything, uh, <laughs> but I love you as a person and I'm glad we can have this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's you know I I, I wish in where we live that there was a few more people that thought a little bit differently. But um, I don't know a lot, and that's just mm-hmm. you know, just by ge- pure ge- geography. So, so, so I appreciate the you know the being able being able to reach out to you, and I, and I have a lot of family in Berkeley, mm-hmm. so they're they're on the similar line of thinking as you are, and so I, and I've had some good conversations with them, and it's helped me, you know, bridge those gaps because they're very mm-hmm. anti all conservative mm-hmm. at all costs type deal, and so it's been uh, it's been good you know so um and maybe you know I, I, as as a as a takeaway or something like if if no one remembered anything of this you know what we talked about but like you know one like takeaway that that someone could you mm-hmm. know just one little nugget that they could you know take away with um I would, what would that be from your perspective i, I think everybody would be uh, better off if we could all cultivate the skill of that, that uh, the thing that we learned in engineering, which was that it is okay to challenge ideas. That if someone challenges your idea, that it's not a sign of personal disrespect. That it is a, that, that the ideas are separate from you as a person, right? I can, I can like you as a person, but disagree with and challenge your idea about A, B, or C. And that those two things can be separate. That's probably, I, I think, if we could all do that, we could make a lot better progress. Agreed, agreed. I think that's yeah, and that's, you know, 
probably my, my, my takeaway or my, my giveaway is, is, is very similar. It's just trying to love the person, you know, and, and, and maybe realize sometimes I look at my, my Berkeley family and the ideas they subscribe to necessarily aren't theirs. They just identify with them. So that's helped me not think of <laughs> them as, Hey, you're a doughhead because that's your dumb idea, but it's just an idea that you subscribe to whether, you know, whether or not it's quote unquote dumb or not, or, or wise, you know, and that's, uh, you know, but we're in such a hurry sometimes. And, you know, even, even some of the discussions that you've got into or things you've posted. And I know in, in, in the past, you've, you've called me out for not responding and you know, and I, what do I say? I think I say I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, or I'm, I'm, I'm noodling it over, and, <laughs> and uh, when in actuality, I'm just like lazy, and I'm just like, I don't have time for this right now. You know, just to be full, full disclosure, I'm like, dude, all the like all the research you do, and I'm like, what are you? Yeah, that's what, you one of the benefits of like, uh, I go to work uh, or being a small business owner. I, I run my, you know, like I, I work for myself, and I, I'm a software developer, so I. I get to just uh, sit at home all day in front of my computer and I work and it's uh, my work involves a lot of uh, hurry up and wait where I, I do some work and then I have to set it running and then see what the, out, the, the results of it are. And so I've got like 20 minutes to kill while that's running. <laughs> so it's one, it's one of the benefits of my lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it allows you got a perfect arena for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I'm a, uh, I'm constantly running around in my car because I'm now a real estate agent. So it's, uh, I, I don't have that luxury. Like, yeah. So, but it's helped me, it's helped me to not just be kind of so flippant and lazy about it. So I try to do a little more research and, and, you know, you've inspired me to, to not just, you know, well, it's good. I'm be so casual about it, I guess, you know? So anyway, I would like to, at some point, um, do like maybe a follow up sure. or, or, or maybe just another topic that comes down the pike um, and do this again. Cause I, I think this is because, and I think that's, mm -hmm. you know, what too, too much is happening. Too much of that is happening now. We're just, you know, I don't agree with you. So you're a dick. Right. Okay. Well, you know, and that's, so, all right. Well, I guess the conversation's over now. You called me a name. So we're done. <laughs> type of deal, you know? So, yeah. So any, any, any final thoughts before we wrap this up, but I definitely want to do this again. At some point. Uh, no, I, uh, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to, to talk with you and I hope people enjoyed it at best. So, well, if nothing else, at least I did. I don't know if you did, but I, did. Uh, I, I, I did for sure. All right. And if I'm, if I'm ever in your neck of the woods, we're, we're going to go out and have drinks or something. Uh, it'll, it'll be Southern California. So we should get tacos. Tacos. Yes. Tacos, whatever. The, Some, it, it could be milk. It doesn't I matter. The spot. You got the best taco spot. You got the That's spot? Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Kenny. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll be uh, chatting with you again. Have a good one. Thank you again for listening to the Parish to Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us.